You're listening to the Scripture Union Northern Ireland podcast. I'm your host, Phil Howe. Our aim is to equip and resource local Christians and therefore the local church in our joint mission of making God's good news known to children, young people and families. If you've been tuning in to season three uh, of the podcast, you'll know that the format has somewhat changed and uh, we're incorporating our Times Like These sessions, which we've been doing on YouTube and Facebook. Simply search Scripture Union NI to see the video version. And we wanted it to be open to those audio learners amongst us and to give you an opportunity if you're out and about in the car or a run or in the kitchen or wherever. Um, but the reason behind these or that we wanted to be a voice, provide conversation and discussion, provide training, advice and resources for anyone involved in, in schools ministry, church life, those working with children, young people and families. And this session you're about to listen to is about SU groups in the new normal. SU in the new normal. Obviously, the school context has changed somewhat. And so what can we learn from some teachers and a church worker about how to navigate the SU opportunities available to us? Are there opportunities uh, to, to make things happen? Well, have a listen and enjoy. And as I said before, if you hear language around commenting or putting things in the chat, you can uh, discount those. However, if you want to give us a review on iTunes and put your comment there, that would be fantastic and really help us out. And we really hope that this helps you out during times like these. Hello everyone and welcome to another online session from Scripture Union Northern Ireland. My name is Phil Howe and I am the Training and Resources Manager for SU. And today we're going to be thinking about SU in the new normal. So Scripture Union groups, what do they look like now, where we're at today? It's been great to hear from so many of you uh, from post-primary schools as youth is my focus. Uh, and then Rachel Shepherd, who has been hearing from so many primary schools uh, during times like these. And so we thought it would be great to have a discussion and have an opportunity to, to start a, a discussion uh, about what the learning the journey, the, the hopes for the future. Uh, and so we've brought together some teachers as well as a church leader uh, who serve SU groups in schools right across the country, uh, as well as hear from some pupils and their thoughts about SU groups. This is our second session, but don't worry if you missed the first one, Connecting with Schools Through Assemblies. You can still check that out for free on our Facebook page and also our YouTube channel, Scripture Union NI. Why not subscribe to that? Because it'll keep you up to date for all of our future sessions. We'd love these to be more than just a session, but to be able to create a community uh, where you feel that you can take what is shared, uh, but also that you're able to share. You're able to share what you're doing or what you hope to do with your SU group. Uh, and to do that, you can use the chat or the comment section. And it won't just be an encouragement to other SU groups out there, but it'll also be an encouragement to us as we see people engage and want to help other people out. We're really grateful for the people that we've asked to be involved in today, for their wisdom, for their experience, for the preparation that they've put into all that they're going to share. But most of all, we're really grateful for their heart to serve their school community where God has placed them. And so it's over to them to introduce themselves. My name is Suzanne Graydon. Um, I'm a technology teacher in Belfast Royal Academy. Um, I'm involved with both junior and senior scripture union um, alongside other teachers in the school as well. Uh, my name is Jane Jackson and I teach English in the Royal School Dungannon and I head up senior issue um, but with lots of staff to help me as well. My name is Glenn Johnston. Uh, I go along to Scrabble Hall Church in Newton Arts. I've been there probably most of my life. Um, I'm part of the leadership team there 
And I suppose I was originally a youth pastor up until maybe 15 years ago. And then at that time, the church commended me. So it's a bit of a strange setup. I have an office in the church. I'm on the leadership team. I'm very much part of church, but I'm not on staff as such. Um, so I suppose they would see me as a missionary at home. Uh, so the church support me to a degree. And a big part of my ministry uh, outside of church life is schools. Uh, and I sort of see Newton Arts as my primary mission field, uh, but I'd be wider than that as well. Down the peninsula, uh, Weepit and Bangor and Donegadee and, and various other places. So um, heavily involved in SU groups in local schools for probably all of that time, actually, that have been um, full-time Christian ministry. So, yeah, that would be sort of how that looks for me in terms of schools. How did your SU group run uh, back at the start of last academic year? Um, well, for us, our year always starts with setting up a committee um, and they would then run the weekly meetings. So we have a junior and a senior SU which meet at lunchtimes on different days. Um, and the committee members then, two or three of them, would be involved in actually running the sessions uh, during those times. And usually at the start of October, um, we would have had our big issue again, which would be for our pupils from Form 1 um, right up to Middle 6. Um, and that would have been at Castlewell. And so we've just missed that. And um, that normally would have been last weekend. Um, so really, we have the committee that runs everything. Um, and the teachers are really there as a supervise and um, make sure what they're actually um, saying and doing with the pupils um, is biblically and is spiritually correct for the pupils as well. Um, so we're very fortunate that we have that and um, as teachers we just try to guide them um, through that throughout the year. So in a normal September we meet on a Friday after school in the sixth form centre and we have a committee that are voted by their peers and by staff as well who help out an issue and they help plan the programme. Um, staff would be involved in that and that we might suggest ideas or just chair all the meetings and um, help organise things. Uh, like a meeting will have different elements within it and we try to have the staff do some of it. So if we're having a panel and we're asking questions about, you know, what it's like to live your life as a Christian. We'll always try to have like a mix of male and females, sometimes an outside speaker and then a staff member as well. And we always get um, to bring in food for some reason. That's a really important <laughs> job for us as well. So um, normally we meet um, after school on a Friday from about half three to five. And um, it's very relaxed and informal, but a great time of fun and learning together. And that's what it's normally like. Uh, you're the hardcore ones, Jane, uh, Friday after school. Yeah, it really right. is. That's the hardcore ones. What kind of ways did you support school, SU groups? How were you involved? What did that look like? Okay, so for, uh, I think, three three of the local SU groups, I would run them uh, along with the teachers. So uh, that would be, you know, being there every week, coming up with a programme, delivering the programme, um, 
and supporting the staff in that as well. And then one other one, uh, there's a girl from church here who teaches in a local school, so she organises it, but I would be there every week uh, just to support her and, and encourage her and again deliver part of the programme. So uh, I suppose in terms of my role in SU locally, uh, four local primary schools, I would be there every week. So that's sort of four afternoons a week. Well, one lunchtime, three afternoons a week. Um, so heavily involved in the week-to-week running and then as far as other issues occasionally as sort of time allows uh, I would be speaking at different SU groups maybe sort of once a term or a couple of times a term both primary and secondary and so uh, in a nutshell I suppose organizing three or four of them and then speaking regularly uh, at a lot of the other local primary and secondary schools and SUs as well. Brilliant. There's such there's such variety, isn't it? There's so many different ways and different opportunities and how that can look. Um, and with lockdown then, so things changed. Was there anything during that period that you were able to do to serve groups, whether that was leaders or the pupils within them? Yeah, I mean it's it's tricky, and I think primary is more challenging than secondary, um, for obvious reasons. But uh, at the first sort of stage of lockdown. Uh, I don't know if you remember, there's a wee bit of uncertainty in the Northern Ireland schools, whether they're closed and staying open. And so I, I saw my role really as a support role for staff, particularly for head teachers. So I spent a lot of time over the first week or two just being in schools and spending time with staff, just you know, trying to encourage them and, and for some of them, pray with them. Um, and then being in schools, cause some of them stayed open for children of key workers. Uh, so being in and, and offering that sort of pastoral support and doing stuff with the children, small groups of children who were still in school. Uh, as far as SU specifically goes, and that has been very challenging. Um, Initially, in the early stages before schools closed, I spoke at a few of the, the issues via Zoom, uh, a couple of them live when there were still, you know, reduced numbers. And then secondary school issue groups spoke uh, via Zoom. Um, but to be honest with you, it, it's very, very challenging to know how to actually keep a scripture union group running in a school. And primary schools have sort of shied away from doing anything uh, and some of the post-primary schools have started to get up and running again uh, to meet in various ways but also to do stuff online so um, I suppose that it mainly it's been supporting staff keeping in touch with the, the teachers who are involved in SU groups uh, you know either meeting up with them or praying for them or sending them texts and I think that's been the primary role uh, that sort of pastoral care and sometimes we can underestimate that, can't we? I think um, even here, and it was some head teachers, um, it was at a conference during the, the start of the week, and they were talking about, yeah, just that, like asking, so we don't feel that we're alone, asking, you know, how can I pray, or what's going on, how are things looking, is there any practical ways that we, we can support? They said meant so, so much, um, particularly at this time, so they didn't feel alone. So those could be so key things, maybe at times that we do underestimate. Um, which yeah, is I mean, see as well, Rachel, see what you say there about the practical side of things. It's, it's, not, a, it's not an SU uh, as being part of an SU group or club in the school, but just as local church. So for some of our local schools, um, we have, uh, you know, went in and moved desks and chairs and set up rooms for how they're, you know, they now have to sit you know, rather than sitting around tables, there's initially anyway, it's sitting all facing the front. And uh, so we have done stuff like that, you know, taking groups of young people, particularly from church and gone in and, uh, you know, got the school tidied up from starting back weeding, getting eco gardens. So we did a lot of that sort of stuff, you know, practical stuff. 
which is hugely appreciated uh, by staff just because they know you know we're doing it out of a heart we want to serve the school we're, we're interested and in and around that as we had interaction with staff uh, you know again just letting them know, look we're praying for you you know we're interested this is not easy and um, I think they, they appreciated that practical aspect and I, I think as churches uh, we can be sort of feeding into that you know what, what can we be doing practically and also pastorally I think, I think the key thing in this sort of season is pastoral care uh, for school staff Obviously, that's what it used to look like last academic year. Uh, how did your SU group cope whenever it went into to lockdown? Or did your SU group run during lockdown? We didn't meet as an SU group during lockdown, but we met as a committee. Um, and just before lockdown, we were due to go to Poland um, on a mission trip. And we were hoping to study in the grip of grace by Max Licato. Um So... As we didn't get to go to Poland, we decided that um, we would still meet with the committee via Zoom. And we met with them every Wednesday afternoon. Um, and the pupils were to read two chapters of uh, the book in preparation for each of the weeks. And we would spend quite an hour and a half, really, with the pupils um, studying those two chapters. Um, there were questions with the chapters as well. Um, and through that, we found actually it turned out to be a really special time where the pupils were challenged by what was being said in the book. And um, they then had their own questions. Um, now there was myself and two other teachers from the school involved in this. Uh, and one of the teachers would have led it each week. And then we or maybe even some of the other pupils would have helped answer the questions that the pupils had. Um, once we'd finished that, we decided to stay on and um, we had a few weeks left. So we studied the book of Joshua together. And um, we had a couple of events then with, for the whole of the senior issue. So we had a little quiz with them. And we also then had a special guest speaker, um, a guy called Alistair McNally, who is in Hillsong Church in Australia. He's actually a past pupil of ours. And he contacted the school and said, is there anything that I can do? And um, he came and held a session with us for about an hour, one of the mornings during lockdown, um, all about leadership and how we could be effective leaders. And that was just amazing, you know, just to be able to connect with someone on the other side of the world. And, you know, he took the time to do that as well. And even just the commitment of the pupils coming on week by week, um, studying with um, us on Zoom as well. It, it was pretty amazing time. Brilliant. And Jane, what about you? Um, so during lockdown, we really um, managed issue in two different ways. So the most straightforward way was staff members and we had a couple of guest speakers as well would record like a thought and then post it on Facebook and the really interesting thing about that is that you realise that there's lots of people who follow the RSD SU Facebook page who are maybe not pupils who are like connected to the school in some way like maybe friends of parents or all different things so we had a lot of really positive feedback about that and it was a really interesting audience that you were getting we quickly realised then that the children are very slightly different. Um, they're not really Facebook fans. So um, unofficially, they did like um, a little 
Bible study through Evasions and use Zoom and Instagram. And it wasn't technically connected to school, but they were kind of engaging with their peer group. And then we tried to make use of that. So then what we tried to do was the children, the committee members would have had a Zoom and some other issue um, very strong Christians within the group too would have been involved in that and would have answered questions and then they would have sent it to me and I would have then posted it onto the Facebook page so there was kind of like a parallel thing going with the teachers who were kind of taking the lead in one social brand of social media and then the kids who were organizing themselves and trying to do things did things brilliantly themselves but it was hard to communicate because we were in lockdown because they were you know people were just finishing their a levels and were disappearing off or you know it was just it was just a tricky time and email is a really slow means of communication whereas in school you can say oh what do you think of this so it was much more difficult but i'm pleased with what we achieved but it nearly was like a two-tier system, like the teacher and the pupil, because it was very hard to get the, those communication lines going. But I hopefully everybody kind of, you know, was aware that we were doing something and, and enjoyed what we did. As you look at this term, were there any thoughts or plans in your head about things that we could do? Or maybe you've heard from schools looking around the SU groups and they're going, we're going to try this idea or maybe even other churches. Yeah, I, I think I think for primary, I think it's important to get the distinction primary post primary because I think it's very very different, and I'm conscious for the primary sector. I just think we need to be patient. I, I am really frustrated in terms of SUs in schools. You know, you love to be in there and supporting, uh, you know, per, or supporting the children that are coming along. I just think we need to be really patient uh, and really careful about not pushing too hard for those groups. Because uh, even this morning, one of the local schools um, and, and some of the local schools, I facilitate, facilitate a staff prayer time. So one of the local schools this morning, I was there with a number of the staff just praying. And at the end of that, just as school was starting, uh, one of the staff came in to say that a P1 child had just um, tested positive for COVID. So of course, that's that whole bubble out. And I think primary schools, rightly so, are nervous about going outside of their, their year group bubbles. Uh, so in terms of SU meeting in primary school, I think we just need to be patient, as frustrating as that is. And online stuff, you know, Zoom and all the rest of it's not going to work with the, the primary school sector. So I, I think for primary, it's a matter of supporting staff. Um, a number of uh, people are doing online assemblies for primary schools, which is great. So I think for primary, it's that aspect. Um, and I think massive patience needed and not pushing too hard to try and get things up and running in school because I, I don't think they're going to be open to that. And I think they're nervous about it. So I think we need to be patient. Post-primary is different. Um, so... Uh, this afternoon, I'm speaking at Bangor Academy, SU Group via Zoom. So they, they're, I think their their plan is maybe three weeks in the in the month they're doing a Zoom meeting, and then one week they're trying to meet together in the assembly hall. And I think that's wise as well. You know, just sort of slowly, not trying to meet every week, and just slowly trying to get back together and uh, and do things like that. And then Regent House, uh, I'm recording a message for them. They're they're doing like a Google Classroom setup for SU. And they're wanting to stay in year groups to maintain those bubbles. Um, so th there's stuff like that and that can be done. Now, probably like everybody, I am completely fed up now with the whole online thing. But it, it's open to us. And I think it's probably 
one of the few things we can actually keep doing to get the message in mm-hmm. at this stage. So uh, I'm probably a hypocrite, but I'll, I'll be all enthusiastic and excited as I'm delivering the message. And then I said, I turn the computer off. And, Ooh. <laughs> but I, I think we're just going to have to keep going with these things in the interim. Um, but again, I keep, I keep coming back to it. I, I really do think the key thing for both those sort of sectors at the minute is pastoral care. And um, I, I think teachers are, are doing a, an unbelievable job. I know they get, you know, a few wee jabs all the time about being off and, you know, their holidays and they're, they're under huge pressure. And even at the minute facing, you know, are we going to have to teach at home? Are we staying in school? What's going to happen? And I really do feel that pastoral support, uh, it's not glamorous. Uh, we'll not be interacting with children doing that, but I really do think that we can make a huge difference pastorally supporting teachers, either if it's appropriate to meet up, you know, wherever that may be, or keeping in regular contact with them. But relationships, I think, at the minute are, are the key thing uh, in both those things. Yeah, because I've heard so many teachers are when they're chatting about things or saying it's that we want to give our pupils that almost as much as we can, that sense of normality, so those little things that we can do. So yeah, if we're supporting them, encouraging them, that then they are in that position that they're strengthened or they know people have got their back, that they're able to do that with their class or their bubble of kids. So, so right. Yeah, I think overall there, there is that sense of connection that you were wanting to get across. And what I personally loved as you kind of, you follow social media was there seemed to be a real sense of ownership from the from the pupils they they wanted to get involved they wanted to share they wanted to keep growing in their faith uh, and for me that was just a massive encouragement to be able to see from you know across the country um and just that investment in pupils you know that you guys are talking about that's brilliant that you know it's not sometimes it's not just about the loads and loads of numbers but actually the who are the people that we can invest in for this moment so that's that's cool to, to hear that and also just to see that use of technology uh, but I'm sure, uh, like everybody, there's the idea of being zoomed out. And as much as young people love technology, there's this idea of there, there seems to be a hunger and a want again for that kind of face to face. And as you have went back into school in this new academic year, which is like no other, as we know, um, what has your SU group looked like and how did you get to that point uh, we've been really fortunate and ASU is actually running as normal um, as it can be at the minute. Um, we have, I know that I do actually have it as normal. <laughs> we are still meeting like we were last year. Um, so we're still meeting at lunchtimes. We are still junior and senior ASU, um, but we are meeting in a bigger venue and the pupils sit within their year groups. So it's like their little bubble is their year group. Um, and it, yes, it's different in a way and we have approached it slightly differently. Um, we have taken what we did actually during lockdown and we had used the Word Go app um, during lockdown for the Joshua um, book when we were going through that. and. We are now doing that with both junior and senior and going through the book of John. And we find that with that, um, you get your passages, you get questions to that. And there are also notes along with that as well. So that if we did go into another lockdown, um, we could continue that with them, even if it's not, you know, via Zoom or, you know, face to face. And we would be able to continue that because that is how we've started. Um, and we found that with that, um, 
the benefits for our committee because they are so immersed in it. They're preparing it um, for the weekly meetings, but they're also preparing as coming to their own senior issue um, to sit down and hear other people talk about it as well. Um, and just the discussions and um, what they're getting out of it so far um, and how diligent they've been in actually sitting down and preparing for it. We've seen a real difference um, in how they actually um, are standing in front of the other pupils and are explaining um, about Jesus and who he is and um, what he has done uh, has been pretty incredible. So we have been very fortunate um, that we have been able to move venues and be the same from the start. And our numbers are even better than they were last year. Um, I don't know if it's just because we're maybe one of the only extracurricular clubs that are running at the minute. Um, so we just thought we would take that opportunity and be like, we're going to week one straight in. And um, it's been really, really great and really fruitful. And did you ask for that to be one of the groups that, that is meeting of your principal or? I think, well, um, so one of the other teachers was just like, I think we should go with this. And as long as we sort of felt comfortable with it, um, we're very fortunate. Um, our vice principal will be heavily involved with Scripture Union in school. And um, so we were able to go to him and just say, look, could we do this? And it was him that said, look, here is a venue for you to use, um, which was brilliant. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of support um, to be able to put that together. So we are very fortunate. And that's great that you're thinking even of bringing in what's been done throughout lockdown, but also you're kind of almost preparing yourself for <laughs> if there's another potential. So yeah, that's cool to hear. Yeah. Ian, what about you? So um, we're thrilled to have Senior SU up and meeting again. Um, the juniors there in bubble rooms and there was no way that we could easily mix them so junior issues not happening at the moment but we're hoping to maybe get something online for them soon and um, senior issue I went to the head with a proposal kind of with some suggestions of how we could meet kind of basing it on what happens at key stage four and five at dinner time so what and he was happy with that with a few wee provisos that I had to work work with which is fair enough because you want to do things as safely as possible. So we meet after school on a Friday in the dining hall. The dining hall is already hazard taped into four areas and there's four doors. So each year group has their own door to come in and out of. And then the seats are one metre apart. And when you sit down, you can't move. <laughs> and that was a big, I have to say it was very challenging at the start. I was like, oh, I do all the things I can't do. So I can't have food. They can't move. They can't sing. What can I do? <laughs> so uh, windows all open and we keep them for a maximum of 45 minutes in the room. So literally we have to start super sharp at half three because our school times have changed as well. And out of quarter past four, completely different. First week went well. Second and third week, I found very difficult. We all did. Um, technology kind of let us down. Uh, the internet dropped out. Things didn't work. And I was like, this is really hard. Why are we doing this? We could just be like doing like nothing. And nobody would say anything because it's COVID. And this is, this is like a challenge. But then we stuck at it and we kind of have 
a, like a system, like a formula that's working now. Um, and so it just kind of proves that things have to change yeah. and that can be difficult. And you can very easily dis- get discouraged because it was, there was so much going on. I think we were all just tired those first few weeks back that when things were difficult, it was that bit harder to cope with. So we run it very similar to normal in that we have a thought for the day. We have either like um, a prayer time or we listen to a worship song on YouTube um, and we have like a game, but you can't move for the game. So we maybe will play Kahoot or do like, um, you know, heads and tails or different wee challenges. And that's actually um, a good fun start too. The upside is that we've realised is sometimes it was very difficult to get speakers to come on a Friday afternoon to Dungannon. I don't know why. <laughs> but if you ask people to record something between five and 15 minutes long, and you're kind of saying, like, I only need it by this date, then you widen who you can ask and actually you make that possible for even like you know quite recent past pupils or people who are kind of busy working or doing um studies you're able to then have them via you know via their recorded talk to come into issue so actually that has been a real positive and I have to say all credit to the children because I was like oh no they're not going to like issue it's so strict it's all don't 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 they have to fill in the secret plan everything's don't do this but they've been wonderful I think, you know, they have been a real encouragement to me that even though it is more difficult, I would say for myself and for them, we all feel it is worth doing because it is so lovely to see people in that context because all we do normally is see them in rows and only your class and walking down the corridor they can't even see if you're smiling at them because you've got your face mask on. So it feels different, but even more precious. Yeah. I think, like, as you're saying there, it's just, it's having that opportunity. And I think the pupils are incredible how they have adapted. They have adapted so much better than any adult has adapted. And you would never have thought that they would just be so mature about the whole thing. And, you know, they're just kind of nearly seeing this, as you say, as an opportunity to be like, you know, let's get out there and let's tell people. People are are wanting to hear something good unless we have a good message. And I think too as well, one of the things, you know, when we were saying we want to get started, you know, churches aren't really back up and running. Youth groups aren't up and running. And this might be their only um, sort of church experience, their experience of God. They maybe haven't even, you know, got to church in the last year. Um, and I think for a lot of pupils, it's going to be beneficial in that way as well. Yeah, I think it's remembering the, the hope that is being shared whenever we do meet. And yeah, it is that question of, is it worth it? Well, it is because he's worthy. And uh, how do you keep that motivation and keep going? So that's hopefully a good encouragement for uh, everyone listening. And you've mentioned there about the pupils. Uh, We've actually got uh, the opportunity to hear from a couple of them now. uh, And we're going to hear about their experience of lockdown, but also what they think about their hopes for the future with SU. Hi, I'm Jessica, and I am part of Royal School Dungallon's SU. The first question I was asked to answer was, how did your SU help you during lockdown? 
Well, I actually use social media platforms such as Instagram and Facebook to stay connected. On these, we had a study guide put up on how to look for Bible study. So we did. We also had podcasts and these were done by our members of RSU and sometimes by guest speakers. And these were such as Baptist Youth done one for us. We also um, had Instagram posts of memory verses. So we did just for like really daily inspirational as lockdown was quite hard. So it was just nice to see them on your feed. Um, RSU meets on a Friday, but due to coronavirus, we were unable to meet. So we met every Friday on Zoom where we had Bible quizzes and Bible study. And it was just really nice to meet with your friends. She was great over lockdown because using social media, we're still able to, like, to talk to people and just also felt like I was with someone there. And it was really encouraging to have the podcast to listen to and the memory verses were a nice thing to brighten up your Instagram feed. Hi, I'm Rachel and I'm in Lower Sixth at Belfast Royal Academy. My SGA provided weekly Zoom meetings for the committee members who were planning to go to Poland in March. During these meetings, we read and studied the book In the Group of Grace by Max Lucado. Throughout the study, we were able to learn and understand the true meaning of God's grace and what it means for us. We also studied the book of Joshua, learning about how he was called to lead the Israelites and take possession of the Promised Land. Over the course of 16 weeks, we as an SU committee, along with three of our teachers, were able to meet and have discussions about different topics that we had questions about, also learning more about Joshua and the group of grace. This opportunity over lockdown helped fill the gap of not being able to attend church every week. It also helped us dive into God's word as we had the time to discuss in depth. You could say that the lockdown was a gift from God in disguise as we were able to spend more time with him. What are your hopes and prayers for the future of SU groups in the new normal? Well, my SU has um, free comments. We meet, still meet on Friday, although we will now meet in the dinner hall and it's all social distance, which is just a wee bit weird as you just can't really play the games we usually play and you can't have snacks, which is a wee bit annoying. But it's just nice to be back. Um, my hopes and prayers is our junior SU isn't back yet and I just pray that that will be to find a way that that can commence some way um i also just hope that ours may be able to have worship again soon because that's something we really miss but i also pray that those always be thankful that we can still meet even if it is different and socially distanced um we have our speakers through a webcam which is quite nice because we still have someone different talking and although i hope and pray in the near distant future that they can come face to face my hope for the future of su groups is that we will take these new restrictions in our stride and react in a way that glorifies god by this i mean trusting the bigger plan that he has for us that we can only see so much of right now I pray that SUs and schools across Northern Ireland will be a light for others who are perhaps worried about the situation in the midst of these strange times. That we will trust in God and become closer to him ourselves. Within the new normal, my SU have started using the Word Go app that allows us to read different books of the Bible along with questions that can be answered as well. This means that in the event of another lockdown, we can continue with our Bible studies. 
I pray that even though our SU weekends have been cancelled, and I know how sad that is for us, we can still find a way within our day-to-day lives at school to bring God into other people's lives and to build upon our own relationship with him. Thank you. So it was great to hear from them. Uh, and I suppose just a follow-up question from what we were talking about before. Have there been any other ideas that you discussed or that you heard about, but you just haven't used yourself for any particular reason? I think for us, one of the things we had talked about was trying to get the other staff who are Christians, but maybe aren't at weekly meetings in the school, to maybe just share um via video a little verse or sort of thought for the day um, which I think would be great for the pupils to see who the Christian teachers are Um, I think what always seems to happen is uh, you get in in September you put all your plans you get them down on the page and you think let's do this 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 and then suddenly school takes over and you forget that you had thought of all these probably really great ideas and then you haven't actually taken the time to do them. So I think for us, it was something that we talked about and it's definitely something we'd like to do. Um, So hopefully before the end of the year, it might be something that we would do. Um, I know that there's loads of resources out there. I know that um, you guys at SU have put loads of resources out um, for schools and not just for scripture union groups, you know, for RE lessons, for assemblies and everything as well. And Crown Jesus have put together lots of resources. And so I think as we go through the year, we will start to utilize those more. Um, But at the minute, um, we're just sort of taking that grounding in um, this new way that we are now structuring issue. Uh, I suppose one thing that the pupils have asked about um, is maybe trying to use Zoom for small groups mm. that they could then enter even within their year groups and kind of have a Bible study or something at a particular time. So I need to check that out and see if that's possible. And then I think in terms of moving forward with it and doing something a bit different is I feel like Christmas, Christmas is ages away, but I feel all of our Christmas things that we normally have aren't going to be the same. So I, I can't see us having a carol service or a Christmas party or an assembly or, you know, just very different. So I think I'd like issue to somehow do something. Now, I don't know what that form that will be. We do have quite a, a chunk of time just before school starts because we can't meet for year for whole assemblies anymore. So you're they're just in individual classrooms. So it could be that we record something like a Christmas message or show something to the whole school. But I just think it'd be nice to do something. I feel issues at the you know, obviously the Christmas story is the heart of our story as Christians. And so it'd be nice to kind of share that. And just do you know what? Nice to do something fun and different because school is school and it's just a little bit more dull than usual because they're just they're trapped in different classrooms and they're not getting to do the same practicals and they have to sit in rows and they have coped amazingly well so I think any way in which SU can just bring a bit of fun and humour and you know to school would be amazing and very special and perhaps if you're watching this and you have ideas of what your SU group are doing in Christmas then write it in the comments and people can steal those ideas or even what you've been doing to be able to run your SU group, that would be also really, really helpful. You guys have also mentioned um, about 
just different resources that are out there. There's also just different ways that we can use to interact with people. You know, there's a thing called Padlet.com where you can create a wall uh, for people to share their thoughts and answer questions. And those things come up live. So that's Padlet.com. Uh, there's Menti.com is where people can, uh, can use their phones and be able to vote and engage in different polls and questions. Uh, Slido is another version of that. Uh, and Gene, you already mentioned there about Kahoot being able to do kind of interactive quizzes. Uh, there's apps like PrayerMate helps you organize your, your prayer life and know what to pray for on a more consistent basis. Um, Suzanne, you mentioned there about Word Go. There's also U Version Bible, uh, He Reads Truth, She Reads Truth for those single sex goals. Uh, and in some of those, you can read passages and you can not even be together, but be able to put your comments in there uh, in the passages that, so it shows that you're working through it together. Uh, and for again, perhaps people can think of others, so, so put them in the comments. There's also video resources. Um, NUA is a resource from SU Ireland. If you want to check it out, it's about exploring the Christian faith. Go to suni.co.uk forward slash NUA. Um, there's Chosen, those Chosen videos you've maybe seen about the place, looking at the life of Jesus. Uh, out of the Question, uh, which I think is a really clever title uh, as we think about youth apologetics. So, so learning how to give an answer uh, for the hope that you have with your friends out of the question. Uh, for games, there's uh, stuffyoucanuse.org forward slash games. Now, most of those probably are uh, face-to-face things, but there's perhaps some challenges uh, that you can send to your pupils uh, that they can get involved with as well. And again, if you've got any other ideas, please do put them in the comments and share share the wealth and share the knowledge. Uh, last question. Uh, it's September next year. Everyone's just had their lovely photograph at the front door and they're sharing online and it's great. Uh, what do you think the issue would look like at that stage what, what are your hopes and prayers for the future um for the future for us um our prayers would be that our pupils would open their eyes and ears to god's word um what we're trying to do this year is get them to delve a bit deeper um and hopefully throughout this year they will um be more willing to open their eyes and ears um, and see who God really is and open in their hearts to Jesus. And that would continue to be our prayer um, throughout SU. Um, it maybe looks a little bit different um, for us this year, um, but doesn't actually feel any different. Um, and I would hope that it would continue um, to be like that next year as well. Um, you know, we're reminded that God is the same uh, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and you know, with that promise, we know that whatever the future holds, um, for us within our um SU group, that God will be in control of that. Um, I suppose for SU, um, next year we would really have uh, two goals all the time. So one is, I think it's easier when you can have more variety to kind of really be a a, a place of outreach where you can encourage kids who maybe don't go to church or aren't affiliated to anything to come along and give SU a try. And that's easier when you can use food and use special guests and make it all jazzy, which is kind of what it's very difficult to do with the with the current restrictions. So I would love SU. September is always your big bang moment. You have to have a big event, something exciting to kind of hook people in and to get people involved right from the start. So a moment of, of big outreach I think at the start of the year and then the other thing I think that's really important to us is nurturing Christian leaders of the future mm-hmm. that we have kids who 
are amazing and just as they take a lead in the issue and follow their Christian journey and grow in their faith that I look at them and feel that we're kind of a step forward in their journey and we're always seeking to give them opportunities and encouragement to help them to grow and to be amazing leaders of the future and so I suppose that's our capturing the new and feeding and building up our, our, our strong Christians in the group. I think it's really important that we remain positive uh, looking forward because I think by the nature of listening to the radio, what's in the news, every conversation, it's just all so negative uh, and difficult. And I think that's, that's absolutely vital, keeping that positive mindset. You know, God is sovereign. And, uh, you know, I'm not naive enough to sort of think that I'm going to go through every day skipping and jumping and laughing. And, you know, that we song, I'm in right out, right up, right down, right happy all the time. I'm not happy all the time. <laughs> Um, but at the same <laughs> we do need to keep that positive mindset and I think as well you know be open that we're going to have to change things but I, I do think planning uh, and having a mindset you know come January time if schools open up in some shape or form this is what we can be doing or September 2021 this is what we can be doing and I, I do think that's a really really positive mindset to have and I suppose in terms of, you know, hopes and dreams, I, uh, I get a sense that people are more open than they've ever been at any time, certainly in my lifetime, to the reality of God. And, you know, in schools, I have seen staff more open and hearing about children being more open to engage with the online stuff that's happening. So I think we need to go, you know, with 2021 with a mindset SU groups are going to be popular. People are going to, uh, going to want to come along to them. But I think in terms of what we're doing in those, it's speaking into the situation. And uh, in my online sort of assembly stuff, I'm trying to deliver things that are pertinent to where we're at at the minute. Uh, you know, in terms of where children, young people, staff are thinking and trying to speak into those things, you know, from a biblical context and perspective. So, I, I'm excited about SU groups starting back again. And I think also being intentional about promoting those and pushing those, because I really do feel they're going to be popular. Um, I think all clubs will be popular because they've been stripped, but I, I do think SU particularly, and going with a real sense of enjoyment and excitement and fun and, and you know, just going like, you know, all guns blazing as we go back into that. Uh, and I also do think as well that, I mean, not, not all, I think some people will be cynical and, uh, you know, skeptical about Christianity, but I, I do think people will be more open. So I think we need to be more intentional, not just about SU groups in schools, but what we can be doing as church and as ambassadors for Christ in schools and go with an excitement and a positive mindset that the door is going to be further open. I don't think the door is closing. I think, uh, I think God has allowed us to have these moments to sort of reflect and pause. And I think the door is going to be wider open for us uh, going forward. Well, that's maybe that's naive. I don't know, but that, that's my mindset. That's a brilliant hope to have though, isn't it? And I think even as I think about SU groups, I think they are such a unique space. Um, just a creative space for me, for kids to kind of ask those questions, to explore, and even what they have come through, and um, to have that space to be able to, to process it alongside people who can understand, can again point them to those promises of God, those biblical truths 
um, yeah. and allow them to wrestle with some of that stuff. And again, do it in a fun, caring um, way as well. It's absolutely brilliant. Absolutely. I mean, one example, uh, there's a, another local school that I, I do a prayer time in. And uh, obviously with, you know, schools locked down and then restarting, and I, I'm being cautious that I'm not going to start to try and force my way into schools. But uh, anyway, I spoke to a, a teacher who comes to the church here and the, that her and I organized uh, the prayer time and SU group together and said, I'm really... I think we should try and get this prayer time up and running again if we can, but we need to be careful. I think it's probably more needed than ever. And she was cautious that she didn't want to go pushing as a teacher. Anyway, I said, I'm calling in to see the, your boss uh, to see how things are and all the rest of it. So just pray into that. So went in the next day, just had a conversation about how things are and all the rest of it. And the head teacher in the school said, Glenn, I think it would be good if you get that, that prayer time up and running again. And the head teacher's not a Christian. So I'm, I'm encouraged by that, that, you know, people who don't necessarily go to church, who wouldn't necessarily have a faith, see the importance of what SU and church bring to schools. And I think having that mindset of going with a real openness and also, you know, asking God to give us a real spirit of creativity now as to what we do. Um, in schools, Rachel Tweedy and I have been talking a wee bit about prayer space and and how that might work in schools, and we're going to explore some of the stuff in and around that if they can do it in classrooms. So, so stuff like that, you know, here's uh, creative ways that we can keep this message. And people people call out at the minute and ask for help. And uh, so let's teach what prayer is and how God answers and why he doesn't answer sometimes and, and be honest and open and frank. Uh, but having that creativity, that positive mindset that God is opening hearts and we have an opportunity then to go in and plant this seed and pray that his Holy Spirit will water and it'll grow. Brilliant. So, so exciting. And for those of you who maybe don't know, Rachel Tweedy is our um, North Down and Ards uh, E3 skills worker. But we are here as SU. If you're thinking if there's things that Glenn has sparked and going, oh, there's a possibility there. That's made me think of this. Um, we totally are here to support you. Just get in touch um, with us about that. But Glenn, thank you so much for sharing your heart, for sharing your wisdom and for sharing your experience. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much just for being involved and just for your heart to, to serve continually uh, your Scripps Union groups and school. Uh, and hopefully people watching find that helpful. Thank you so much for joining us for that discussion and conversation. Hopefully it's been an encouragement for you and maybe it's something that you can share with others or, or people who you know who would benefit. Uh, again, just a thank you to the guys who took part and the pupils as well for sharing. And join us next time whenever we think about family discipleship. We're thinking about the church's family and the family's church and that'll be happening uh, in a fortnight's time, uh, Wednesday the 28th, and hopefully we'll see you then. Thanks so much to you for listening uh, and next time on the podcast we'll have a focus on church as family and family as church as I get the opportunity to interview Ed Drew from a ministry called Faith in Kids. So until next time, God bless.